You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. With the Yankees on the brink of having their division title hopes extinguished by the Blue Jays, the Bombers will soon set their sights on preparing for the AL wildcard game. Welcome to MLB.com Extras, New York Yankees. Matt Wehmeyer joined on the phone by Yankees reporter Brian Hoke. Brian, thanks for joining us. And before we dive into all things Yankee, I understand that uh, you might be on the 15-day DL, uh, a little little mishap with the lower body. Uh, what, what happened here? <laughs> well, I was playing. Uh, we have every year we have the New York-Boston media game. And I assume if there's one place uh, you want to get hurt, it's in left field at Yankee Stadium. So I've, uh, I've, I, there was a ball hit down the line. I had to go cut it off. I took three steps and just poof and uh, – so I have a uh, torn right Achilles, so I get to do rehab just like the players. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, it'll keep me busy in the off season, but um, won't keep me away from the ballpark. And so, you know, I might be moving around not as well, but I can still write. So I uh, got that got that going for me, uh, which is better than the players who can't get on the field. It's just another way to bond with players going through injury re- injury rehab, correct? Exactly. And then now, you know, I'm sure uh, if I have a chance to talk to Adam Wainwright some at some point during the postseason. Uh, you know, we'll have something to commiserate over. Exactly, exactly. Well, good to hear. I'm, I'm glad that uh, you are uh, playing through the pain, if you will, and uh, able to join us on a Wednesday afternoon to talk about the Yankees, who remain stuck on 9,999 all-time victories after last night's 10-4 loss to the Red Sox. And, Brian, I want to get your take on uh, Michael Pineda. It's, uh, you know, here we go again, another Jekyll and Hyde performance. He was serving up EP in that first inning. Red Sox put up six runs. From there, save for a Mookie Betts homer in the fifth, the guy was pretty much lights out. I mean, was his performance last night kind of a microcosm of his entire season? Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it it gives you some reason for concern. I mean, look, the Yankees are going to go to the postseason, and they're going to at least play in that wild card game. And assuming they get through that, you're going to need to count on Michael Pineda. And you can't have one of those Jekyll and Hyde performances, especially in a big spot. I mean, this is a Red Sox team with nothing left to play for but pride. And they're coming into Yankee Stadium. Obviously, they want to be spoiler. These teams don't go out there trying to lose. But I think that if you were looking for a softer matchup than what the Yankees are going to see over the next week or two, this is it. And the fact that he couldn't get through the batting order in the first inning without them batting around the six runs, I mean, he was hit hard. And you could see the frustration on his face. Those were not encouraging signs. It's encouraging that he came back and righted the ship and finished strong. But when you're in a postseason situation like that I mean the first inning like that could be enough and obviously it was last night too the Yankees came back with four in the bottom of the first and that still wasn't enough so uh, you don't want to be in that situation especially if you're in a do or die game and Michael Pineda is going to have the ball in some pretty big games if the Yankees get past that wild card game so I think uh, it's something they need to straighten out he's been you've seen the best of him you've seen the worst of him this year Uh, they need the best of him right now he is the ultimate uh, flip the coin pitcher if you will Michael Pineda certainly uh, here in 2015. And Brian, going back one night prior on Monday to the opener of the four-game series, the Yankees were shut down by Eduardo Rodriguez, who is a left-hander. And, uh, of course, it's been a recurring theme all year that the Yankees have had their struggles against lefties. And when you look at the potential playoff landscape in the AL, you've got David Price in Toronto, Cole Hamels in Texas, Dallas Keuchel in Houston. So when you look at that end of it, how big of a concern is this for the Yankees? Yeah, I think it's a minefield for them. It's something they definitely need to be concerned about. I, I saw a stat somewhere that uh, in this recent run here, their OPS against left-handed pitching has been hovering right around 650, which I think is 
pretty much explains why they're struggling so much. Uh, this lineup really does miss Mark Teixeira, who was a switch-hitting force. He could hit from the right side of the plate. He hit in the heart of the lineup against lefties. and uh, They're a different team without him. Um, I, I think that you're seeing right now A-Rod has been fading since August 1st, uh, especially against left-handed pitching. He, um, they're in a situation where Greg Bird, as good as he's been, um, he's not hitting left-handed pitching. I think he's two for his last 20 against lefties. So, uh, that, that led to them working out John Ryan Murphy at first base, a, uh, a position he's never played before. He's only caught in the big leagues. He played some third base in the minors. But I think that signals their desperation to, to get another offensive bat in, a, in that lineup. Uh, Chris Young was a lefty killer early in the season, and he's kind of quietly hit around the Mendoza line after the All-Star break against lefties. So that kind of disappeared. Um, I, I think it's been a confluence of things, but – you look at everything right now, you go into a playoff matchup with those kind of the caliber of pitchers you mentioned, and uh, it's tough to like the Yankees' chances against a left-handed pitcher, especially uh, of that quality. And, Brian, as I touched on at the onset, uh, barring something miraculous for the Yankees and utterly catastrophic for the Blue Jays, the Yankees are going to be uh, in the wild-card game. As, again, we're talking here on a Wednesday, the Blue Jays' magic number to clinch the East is at 1.00. But if you try to look at the bright side of things here, once the Yankees are secured in that wild card spot, could that perhaps allow them to give some valuable rest for certain guys that they otherwise could not have afforded if they were in a dogfight up until game 162 for that division crown? Yeah, I mean, that'll help. I think they wish they'd already been able to do that. Um, at this point, I, I'm thinking about Dylan Batances and Andrew Miller. You're still pushing to lock up a spot, and they, they could be in a situation here where uh, – you could have been resting those guys already. I think that the horses left the barn on the American League East. I think that, you know, obviously you look at the numbers and it would be incredibly difficult to, to get there. So uh, the Yankees' focus right now should be on the wild card, I think rightfully so, but they haven't clinched anything yet. So I know it's a, a minuscule chance, but you got to keep pushing until you get there. Uh, there's a lot of guys in this lineup who are banged up. I, I think that if you could give guys like Brett Gardner and Jacoby Ellsbury and Carlos Beltran and, Alex Rodriguez, and then the list goes on and on. Chase Headley, Brian McCann. You want to give these guys a break before the postseason. You want them at their best uh, when that wild card game comes around. And right now they haven't been able to do that. But especially with the bullpen, I think that yeah, the sooner they can lock something up and at least know they're in, uh, they can start giving a break to Miller and Batances. Because I, I really do think they'll go as far as those two guys can take them. I think that if you get a lead through six, um, you feel pretty good about your chances with Wilson and Batances and Miller. I mean, uh, Dylan Batances was saying the other day, in the postseason, if they need him to go three innings, he'll do it. He doesn't care. Uh, I don't think Joe Girardi would go that far, but he may not need to. I think that uh, you have that trio at the back end. You feel pretty good if you have a lead through six. Well, Brian, you've given the laundry list of players that are trending in the wrong direction right now as the Yankees uh, head into October. One guy, though, at the opposite end of that spectrum, uh, thankfully for their part, uh, Jacoby Ellsbury, his batting average uh, all the way down to 251 as of September 15th. But since then, he's hitting uh, over 350, and I'm sure that the team is breathing a very big sigh of relief that uh, Ellsbury has found his rhythm uh, heading into this stretch run here. Yeah, it's nice to have something positive to talk about, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we saw the best of Ellsbury the first seven weeks of the season, and, and then there was that knee injury when they were in Washington. And uh, he came back from it. It took longer than anybody expected, and I think quietly it bothered him more than a lot of people expected. I, I think that it created an issue where he either wasn't able to put force on it or didn't trust himself completely, and I think 
when you have those lingering doubts in the back of your mind, it has to change your stance. It has to change your approach at the plate, even even so slightly. So he was working. That he got an off day. I, I think the team was in Cleveland, if I remember correctly. Uh, he sat down with Jeff Pentland, the hitting coach, and they really tried to hammer that out. And uh, it's been a long process. It's been something they've been working on. But uh, I think the, the proof is in the results there. Um, you, you might even say he hit into some bad luck during that stretch. I, I think that was probably part of it. But he seems to be planting his foot with confidence, having that right knee come down, being able to drive the ball. I think it's made a big difference. And uh, this is the time of year the Yankees have spent a lot of money on Jacoby Ellsbury. It's $153 million over seven years. You're in year two now. Uh, you want him at his best when you get into the big dance. And it looks like he's clicking on all cylinders, which is a good sign. Yeah, we've seen just how much more dynamic this Yankee team is when both he and Brett Gardner are on top of their game. If, if both of those guys can get going in the playoffs, uh, like I said, this could be a completely different Yankee team with a completely different look. Uh, we'll see what becomes of them heading into October. Uh, Brian, I want to get your uh, take on this. I'm very curious for your opinion. You know, in, in recent years, we've become so accustomed to seeing teams with these big, grand, over-the-top celebrations when they clinch a playoff spot, whether it's a division title or a wild card. And as we've said throughout, barring something miraculous here, the Yankees are going to be a wild card team. But we're not just talking about any team in any franchise. We're talking about the New York Yankees, the marquee franchise in baseball. So when that wild card berth is secured, do you envision this big champagne celebration and guys hugging and patting each other on the back or again because of the circumstance and because of who the Yankees are and what they represent are we thinking something a little more low-key here um you know I think they will celebrate I think Joe Girardi's been asked that question a few times I think that they do deserve to celebrate it is an accomplishment to be one of those teams that made it to the second round there's a lot of teams that are going to pack up and go home and aren't even going to have the chance to play in a wild-card game. Obviously, their goal going into the season was to win the division. They're falling short of that. They they had a pretty good lead at one point over Toronto and then frittered it away. So I think uh, they deserve to celebrate. It's an accomplishment for sure. It, it's kind of a strange situation with them, too, because they need some help to, to clinch. For example, uh, there's been a lot of opportunities where they could win a game, but then they needed to sit around and wait for the West Coast results to come in. So I think that would have been awkward to – be in that situation they still might wind up being in that spot but uh, I can't envision them sitting around for two or three hours to wait and see what happens on the west coast and then popping champagne I don't think that's going to happen I think they might find a more reserved way to do it Uh, either way I think that there's a lot of Yankee players on this team who haven't experienced the winning I mean there's a very short list of guys who are around in 09 for the World Series and even if you, you roll it back to the last playoff team in 2012 there's been a lot of turnover here so I think that when you have those guys who haven't celebrated as Yankees, you know, Eric Jeter always used to say that the goal was to win the division, and he would kind of poo-poo the idea of celebrating the wild card, especially if the division was still in play. Um, But there's a lot of guys here who weren't around for those years, so they should get to experience it. And I think that you've seen a changing of the guard in a lot of ways. Um, The Jeters, the Marianos, the Posadas, the Pettits, those guys are gone now. And I think this is just one more indication of how uh, times are changing. And, so if this Yankee team does make it to the postseason as we expect them, they should. Um, yeah, they should pop some, some champagne, but save the good stuff for the later rounds. Yeah, exactly. Good plan. And uh, the Yankees hoping that uh, tonight, Wednesday night, is the night that they secure that uh, that wild card berth. As, uh, like you said, they need to win and get a little bit of help on the West Coast. We'll see how that plays out 
But Masahiro Tanaka is going to be on the mound on Wednesday. It's going to be his first start since September 18th. He's battled some uh, hamstring issues. And as we've learned over the years, that uh, the majority of a pitcher's velocity is generated not from their arm, but from their lower body. So with that in play, what kind of a workload do you think the Yankees set for him on Wednesday? Well, they say they have no pitch count restrictions on him, and he was pitching pretty well up until that start at City Field. So uh, he said that if he can't go 100%, he doesn't think he would have been cleared to make this start. So he, he's not anticipating that they're going to hold him back. So I don't think uh, it's going to be an innings restriction or a pitch count restriction. You know, you, you're going to look for him to throw his regular 90 or 100 pitches, weather permitting. And, uh, you know, obviously if you have a situation where the mound is slippery and uh, weather factors into it, then you, you might rethink that. But I, I think the plan is you, you take the training wheels off. It's all systems go. They were cautious with it. Tanaka wanted to pitch. He wanted to take that next turn in the rotation, and, and they had to talk him out of it. He wanted to pitch against the Blue Jays. So uh, I think he's been raring to go for a while. Um, as I said, he was 4-2 and two in his last seven starts right before the injury. So you would like to think he's coming in hot. Um, if he can recapture that form, it, it makes you feel pretty good. I mean, this is a a tune-up start in a lot of ways for that wild card game, but it, it still means something for the Yankees right now. So I think uh, Tanaka being on the mound, you're, you're looking for him to give six, seven solid innings and, and really make you feel good going into that wild card game. You you want to feel have that feeling of confidence when you write his name in the lineup card and send him out there on a do-or-die game. And Brian, just to wrap up here, what is the latest uh, that you know about Nathan Evaldi? Yeah, it's not. He's not going to come back for the regular season. We, we've known that for a little while, and uh, I think it was a long shot to begin with. Uh, he's been playing catch. He he played catch three times this week, and uh, yeah, if he does come back, it's going to be as a reliever. But it's it's so hard to ask a guy to go and fill a role that he's never done before, and and to do it in a postseason series. So I, I think the light is still on. It's not going to happen in the wild card game, and it probably wouldn't happen in the division series, but. I, if the Yankees should get that far, I think ALCS, they might have a decision to make uh, if they, they like what he's seeing. Uh, he's obviously not facing hitters. He's just playing catch in the outfield at 60, 90, 120 feet. So I think that's a pretty big leap to put him in against the playoff team. But uh, it's something they're, they're not giving up hope on. Uh, otherwise, he, he should come back for spring training and be completely ready to go out of the rotation. But uh, they'd like to find a way to work him in if they can. But it's probably going to be in the ALCS if they get that far. Well, Brian, as I said at the onset, uh, we appreciate you uh, playing through the pain. Sorry to hear about uh, the injury uh, during the uh, the media game at the stadium, but I'm sure that you will uh, you'll pull through it. You're a trooper, and I'm sure that uh, we will talk again next week as the Yankees, in all likelihood, prepare for the AL Wild Card game. We appreciate your time as always. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Matt Waymar, signing off for MLB.com Extras, New York Yankees. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.